it's Kristen Williams with The Trends Advocate. Today I want to talk to you about a curriculum that a anti-trans consortium has developed. Um, they claim that they've spent uh, hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars creating a curriculum specifically designed to help uh, anti-trans groups overturn any sort of uh, law or ordinance that protects trans people from discrimination. Um, this training is really problematic. They explicitly encourage people to sexualize and objectify trans people as uh, rapists. Um, in fact, they tell people, they instruct people, this is all part of their curriculum. It's explicitly explained that it's part of their curriculum that uh, you should never say gay, you should say homosexual. Uh, you should never say transgender, it should be transsexual. And then you should mention sex and sexuality as much as possible. You never say gender identity, it's sexual identity. You never say gender expression, it's always sexual expression. Because they want to put that idea of sex and sexual behavior out there. They want to push that idea. They're very, very explicit about this. They're also very, very explicit about pushing the trans people equal rapists meme. In fact, what you'll hear is this, um, this in this curriculum, it's being taught that in Montgomery County in Maryland uh, back in 2012, uh, when a, a trans equality law passed, women were raped and sodomized by uh, trans people. They're actually teaching this to these advocates, um, these anti-trans advocates. Um, the, the problem is that that's in fact a, a lie that has been debunked. So here, take a listen. This is uh, the trainer teaching as fact. Uh, something that has been debunked now for uh, around a year. I have a wife and three daughters. Okay? I don't want them to be a victim. And you're going to hear how women were victimized in Montgomery County, Maryland, after this law was passed. How were they victimized? Raped, sodomized, okay? Assaulted sexually. Oh, this really happens? Uh, yeah, it does. That's why we're here. Make sure it doesn't happen. No, Mr. Trainer, you're a liar. That didn't happen. In fact, when that claim was made, uh, the trans community did some fact-checking, and they talked to the police chief. And as it turns out, no rapes uh, like that happened. There were no transgender people raping anybody. No one dressed up as a, uh, a woman to gain entry into a restroom. Um, to quote the, uh, the police chief, he says, Since this law has been in effect, we have had no reported rapes committed in restrooms by men dressed as women. Again, they spent thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours putting together this curriculum that they're teaching. We spent hundreds of man hours and thousands of dollars in resources putting together the material that you have today. 
thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours putting together the curriculum that they're teaching. Think about that. And think about the fact that this curriculum is being applied to overturn trans equality measures. And they're getting their money's worth. This stuff is working. Our starting point was 11 to 1 against us. And then we began to mobilize. And we began to go to the radios. And we began to urge people to call, send out action alerts, emails. And you know what? It worked. It worked. They pulled it. They dropped it. Using this curriculum, they've been able to successfully defeat LGBT equality measures through fear-mongering. You know, I read an email from California. You know, in California, the fighting, it passed in California, you know. And now, you know, you've got people there who are just having, you know, a field day with public facilities. What the hell does that even mean? If you notice, they're really good about using this uh, spooky, slimy, um, and really, really vague language. They're having a field day in the public facilities. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that they bring in piñatas and they have a party in there? I don't think that that's what people think whenever someone says that. Now what you're going to hear next is from their main trainer. Uh, this is their, I guess, keynote speaker. The guy who had uh, the most to say. The, the really important stuff. Um, what's really interesting about this individual is he chairs the uh, Florida Democratic League. Yes, you heard that right. He asserts himself to be a Democrat. In order to join his organization, you have to be a registered Democrat. What's great about this for their side is that they get to assert, truthfully, that they are not an ideological organization. You see, they have a democratic organization as part of their coalition, you know, training people with this stuff. Later on, I'm going to uh, play for you some, some clips from an interview that I did with him because he was such an interesting character. He's, uh, well, I'll just let you, uh, I'll let you draw your own conclusions about this character. His name is Dr. Eladio Armesto, but here are the things that he was teaching uh, these anti-trans advocates. A human right basically is a right that is enjoyed equally and universally by everyone merely because of their humanity. Today, these human rights are officially listed in what is known as the UN Declaration of, on Human Rights, the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And among the 30, because there are 30 officially recognized human rights, among those 30 universally recognized human rights, you'll never find sexual preference, sexual identity, or sexual 
expression. None of these things are there. Because they are not a human right. These are practices, these are behaviors, these are conducts that people engage in, but they don't have a right, per se, to engage in them. See, you're not gay. You act gay. You're not trans. See, trans isn't real. You're actually cis. You act trans. And you have no right to your sexual orientation. You have no right to your gender. See, those aren't rights, he asserts. He claims that the United Nations doesn't recognize those as being rights. He's technically correct that the 1948 list, the Declaration of Human Rights, does have 30 uh, declared human rights and uh, sexual orientation and gender identity and expression are not among those specifically listed in 1948. However, let me read to you from a Human Rights Watch article from 2011. It's called The Historic Decision at the United Nations. Now this is from 2011. It starts off, in a groundbreaking achievement for upholding the principles of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, the United Nations Human Rights Council has passed a resolution on human rights violations based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Well, you know, there you go. I suppose you can either believe uh, the United Nations or you can believe this joker. You know, what he's teaching are talking points. It's technically correct to assert that in that 1948 list, sexual orientation and gender identity is not mentioned. It is, however, a substantive lie to uh, tell people that the UN doesn't recognize sexual orientation or gender identity as a human right. And they're teaching people to go out to their legislators and lie and encourage them to deny equality to LGBT citizens based on a lie. Then this trainer instructs his anti-LGBT activists to make people think about sex as often as possible. Imagine that. He is specifically, explicitly telling people that in order to defeat LGBT equality measures, they need to objectify LGBT people. They also discovered that any word that contained the word sex or sexual instinctively raised red flags in people's minds. You became apprehensive whenever the word sex or sexual is employed because it has to do with a very strong and intimate instinct in all human beings. You know, it, it, it's, it's a dart that goes straight to, to, your, to your heart and your mind. We need to avoid using the word gay should never be used. Whenever, you know, I hear somebody using the word gay to refer to homosexual, I say, excuse me, 
But as a very proud gay American, I take deep offense at being compared to a homosexual. Yes. <laughs> I says, and my, my, my wife is gay, my, all my children are gay, my dog and my cat are gay, but we're not homosexual. goes on to describe how, you know, the LGBT community isn't actually a community because uh, apparently we don't have uh, a culture, you know, we don't have a history, we don't have a language that we use, we don't have uh, art, literature. Uh, again, these are all easily debunked claims. But, um, you know, in, in his world, it's true. And uh, he is teaching these people to go out and propagate these, um, these lies. Since this was their main teacher, I wanted to get him on tape uh, making a right ass out of himself and so I decided to call him up. I got his phone number and called him up and uh, I found that he was eager, absolutely eager, to tell me all about how LGBT people are sick, um, that they are mentally deficient, how he can't believe that LGBT people aren't locked up in asylums. The, the stuff that he believes is hate. And what he is propagating is hate. It's absolute hate. And that he is teaching it to others to successfully use to overturn LGBT quality is pretty chilling. So I, I wanted to be sure to let him, let his freak flag fly um, and, and get him on tape saying some of the most inane things. And so that's what I've done. Uh, so the first clip that I have for you, he asserts that you cannot prove that you're uh, gay or that you're trans just be uh, just uh, to, to be clear when he says sexual identity or sexual expression what he means is gender identity or gender expression he says sexual to add some sort of an ick factor to the idea of gender identity so just kind of keep that in your mind whenever you hear that that's what that's what he's doing I'm, I'm sure he feels that he's super super clever uh, but yeah, that that's what he's doing. First of all, we believe that everyone should be treated with compassion and respect, and that uh, no one should receive or claim a special right or privilege or benefit mm -hmm. based upon their alleged sexual behavior their sexual identity or sexual expression. And we say alleged because sexual behavior is private. Mm -hmm. There's really no way of verifying what someone claims to be uh -huh. their sexual behavior. 
it's something that it is alleged and it's not verifiable, it's not <laughs> confirmable. The notion that you cannot uh, 100% absolutely empirically prove that one's sexual orientation is homosexual or that one's innate sense of their own sex, that is their gender identity, is male or female, that you cannot empirically prove that and therefore no right should be recognized because of that is a standard that we don't use in any other arena of discourse concerning the human condition. If you assert to me that, oh, let's say that you are happy and content, and I find that there is no evidence of depression, that there is no evidence of suicidal ideation, you are not taking antidepressants uh, I am going, I have no reason to sus suspect that you are lying. In the training, he makes a big deal over language and how LGBT people use it and twist it for their nefarious purpose. And here, he, he's going to say someone's alleged gayness or, or homosexual uh, behavior uh, or someone's alleged transness. That's, you know, that's the standard that he wants to set. So that if you're not straight, if you're not cis, well, all of that's up for interpretation. See, it empowers them to define your sexuality, your gender for you. It's, uh, it's, it's a popularity contest among their in-group. That's what they want. In his training, he's made it clear that you have no right to your sexuality. You have no right to your gender. And here, he's asserting that it's his right, his group's right, to define for you what your gender, what your sexuality is. How hubris is that? And of course, he's going to pass it off as being, well righteous, ethical, good, godly. It's disgusting. And the fact that he's using it and successfully using it, that it's part of a curriculum that's being taught right now to overturn LGBT equality. It's, it's disgusting. I have just a couple of other clips for you. In this next one, he's going to assert that trans people are not sane, that uh, trans people, well, we need to be segregated away from normal people, like them. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is that we live in a world with, with a lot of mental illness issues. Mm -hmm. and, and society has to be protected from people who have mental health problems. Mm -hmm. And it's not a mark or a sign or a characteristic of sanity when someone who is female is uh, not happy with who they are mm -hmm. and wants to disguise themselves or masquerade or change themselves into something other than what they are. 
Uh-huh. I don't I I would certainly not like to hang around with people that are not too comfortable with who they are and sure. that feel compelled to disguise themselves or to change their bodies to look like something other than what they are. Uh-huh. That I is mean, certainly not a sign of 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 mental uh balance and mental health. Sure. And, so and you, most of these people are, are not mentally well. Uh, I mean, most of these people are mentally ill. Well, then and, that, and covering that, up their mental illness is not, it doesn't help them. And I'm sure he has some certain ideas about where uh, people like me can go to get help and exactly what kind of help uh, he would have me receive to make me like him. Hmm. The next clip you're going to hear, he's going to talk about how dangerous trans women are, you know, that we rape, and that we've raped women uh, in locker rooms, and in dressing rooms, and in restrooms, and then he has all this proof. Of course, he's never produced that proof other than what was in the curriculum, which has been debunked. But he asserts that he he has all of this proof and that we are dangerous. We have have come across a lot of cases where um, rapes and and, and sexual abuse has occurred in public showers, Mm. restrooms, dressing rooms by individuals who claim to be of the sex of that uh, facility, but, but they're not. They, 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 they are the opposite sex. Uh, our society is suffering from great, uh, a great deal of mental health issues. People are not mentally well. People are, you know, <laughs> um, they're, they're just not mentally well. Lastly, he's trying to make uh, an appeal to history. He claims that marriage uh, has always been one man, one woman since the dawn of time and in every single civilization. I framed a question uh, claiming, I'm like, well, you know, whenever I argue with people on the Internet that, um, you know, that, that it's been that way, they tell me that Native Americans were gay, were lesbian, were trans, and his response is really quite remarkable. Um, It smacks of someone who has never before done any actual research on this at all. Whenever I, uh, you know, argue against this stuff, uh, whenever I come across it online and stuff, um, they say things like, um, the native people here in America that they had transgender people and gay people and stuff like that. Uh, well, I don't know how that, true that, that is. It's all make believe in oh. their mind. In their mind, oh. they, the native people had that. It's all make believe. These people, remember, these people have no problem with making up their own facts. These people have absolutely no problem. The truth has never stood in their way. The truth has never stood in the way of these people. These people live in la la land. They, 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 they feed on their own fantasies. 
and they want everybody else to go along with them. I'm so tempted to point out the irony of everything that he's asserted. He decries playing with language, and then he plays with language. He decries the lies that uh, the left wing, that gay people, that trans people engage in, while making boldface, demonstrably false lies. He appeals to a history that isn't real, and then asserts that that history only exists in the minds of we crazy folk. And by the way, I want to say that his mental health shaming is more than a little gross. What he's doing is he's trying to, uh, it's an ad hom attack. It's an ad hominem attack. He's appealing to, he wants people to believe that LGBT people are dangerous and that we are mentally sick. And that, so, so that the things that come out of our mouths should be immediately disregarded or suspect. In fact, we don't even know if we are, in fact, LGBT. There's no way of verifying that. We could be lying. We could be mistaken. You might be a lesbian who has been with your partner for 40 years. You might actually be straight. <laughs> it's important to expose people like this to the light of day. They are creating a curriculum based on these narratives to disseminate throughout the country to train an army of anti-LGBT activists to go out there and lie and propagate known falsehoods for the purpose, for the express purpose of overturning and rolling back LGBT equality. I know this was probably a difficult podcast to get through. I know it was difficult for me to listen to this guy, but I thought that putting his real face out there for people to see was important. It's important that we understand that they are organizing and they are uh, cultivating specific narratives that are being taught for the purposes of increasing the suffering within our community. They want to ensure that you have no right to your sexual orientation, that you have no right to your gender. They get to define that for you.